Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Hello, Chris. What's up, dipshit? How are you? Oh, come on. Be nice. <laughs> oh, I'm just Josh and Teach. Love to talk okay. to you, bro. I, you know, some people go to church on Sunday. I talk to my friend TJ for an hour and record it for people to hear. You know, and that's that's how I look at you. Podcasts. I record Ex- it for people to hear. Exactly. That's actually, that's a good tagline for big podcast. Mm-hmm. Even though there is a, you know, we'll get into that later, but there's a there's a new development for this podcast where we may be going beyond the realm of audio. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that it's only the next next natural step for people that are as charismatic and good looking as you and I. <laughs> it, it is true. I mean, while get it while the getting is good, uh, you know, I'm not going to be this this hot forever. Exactly. I mean, I think we're both peaking hotness like right now, so we need to capture this um, on on film. Well, maybe not film, but digitally at least. <laughs> you know, yeah, metaphorically speaking, hashtag thirty five. Hashtag thirty five. Hashtag thirty five is a lifestyle. Hashtag one twenty is what I'm on. You're not there yet, but you're gonna get there. I'm Damn, bringing you. Bro. I'm bringing. I take TJ. I put his big ass on my back, and I walk us to the top. That's what I fucking do. Yeah, yeah, and the top is occupied by the three people who are still shooting uh, medium and full format uh, film photography. Is that what's going on? Actually, you're wrong, Al. I mean, I mean, Jason. The the oh. the 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 the. We'll the, save that for later. The community is the community is big, and they're they are happy to shoot and love it. Is, and, <laughs> the photography community is happy to shoot. The photography community that are still using medium format cameras, it's a very popular among skilled photographers. Is right. So so 120 is medium format. What is full format? Do you know? Bitch, I don't know. No one Bitch, does that. I, I mean, don't I'm sure know. that sounds like some What weird... is this? Charlie Chaplin? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, is this a silent film? Hell no. This ain't even black and white, baby. We're full technicolor. I wish your life was a silent film sometimes. <laughs> I'll hang up this phone. Uh <laughs> What's going on with you, big dog? Uh, you know, just more fun do-it-yourself projects around the house <laughs> this weekend. Jason be looking like Lowe's, looking like Home Depot. Yeah, I, I stay in Home Depot. And, you know, Home Depot, much like visiting the grocery store, 
I like that they have the self checkout line because you can always just steal a little bit. You don't. You're. I'm not doing full thievery, but you're you doing. You got to take, take a little something. You're I'll doing Tim, a little something up the top. You're doing Tim Erwan where he takes the pocket loaf and it's always bad. I, do I not, like that. Don't dry snitch on on, <laughs> on our on, on twin like that, please. <laughs> well, I think as a former um, semi-professional shoplifter, Home Depot was my zone of choice, as you know. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, I mean, when I'm going there, I'm like, I'm buying like eight um, rain gutter brackets and then only scanning uh, five of them. Sick. And then, and you, whereas you're walking out with air conditioner units in a shopping cart uh, and then putting them inside the back of a Mercedes Benz. No, this was pre Mercedes. I, once I, Pre-Benz. once I, once I could afford the bins, I left the streets behind. You know what I mean? Copy I, 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 I kind of, I didn't want to, I didn't want to risk it for my family and my loved ones. You know, damn. Okay. Um, but, one last, but, did you ever have one last ride, Ocean's Eleven style, in Chris Black's life? No, the I don't. One, think. one, one score to to end it all before you flee to Morocco under an assumed name. No, unfortunately, I I just I've I've I fleed Atlanta for New York and kept the same name, so I didn't really it didn't really I didn't really go out with a bang like I should have, and I, I unfortunately you know I I wasn't yeah you know, so this is all happening in high school I did I wasn't even wearing a tuxedo to do my crimes or anything cool like that you know so I hate to hate to disappoint you but I was in I was in you know a t shirt and cargo shorts with some bands on um, mm-hmm. the the Armani tuxedo was was only to come later that's fine. Um... Yeah, but I've yeah I've just I, uh, today I uh, I assembled a pergola in the backyard. What the and, fuck that? What's a pergola? That sounds like an Italian dish. Uh, it's kind of like you know it's it's uh, somewhere like a an awning gazebo type of situation, just kind oh, okay. of like a, like a like a wooden frame that has some slats on the on the top as well that's sort of meant to have maybe. You know some uh, some vines of some sort climb oh, over it okay, eventually. Okay, okay, okay. Well, and what create is- a a Tuscan uh, under a Tuscan sun style backyard setting here in, in Glendale. When Glendale goes from Armenia to Tuscany, it's just it's a fucking movie. Well, you know, speaking of podcasting and Glendale, I, I learned last <laughs> night at... <laughs> speaking of podcasting and Glendale, we're the only people that ever talk about those two things. But yes, go ahead, please. Well, I mean, you, you, might not, you might be singing a different tune after I drop this bomb on you, but I was... Um, Hit me. I was having a, a social D... That's a, a social D dining experience. And not, your favorite, not your favorite K-Rock band. Oh. <sighs> What truly Social D, one of my least favorite bands in the history of music. I, I know, know that. I, I know that about you. Actually, that's why I said that. So, but yeah, I, sorry, you're Social Ding. I learned that um, that failing podcast star Mark Marin lives in my neighborhood. Mark Marin, the Mark enemy. Maron. How long gone enemy has, has now <laughs> has now picked up and moved his failing operation of bad blues riffs to Glendale. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know his. His lady, his lady just passed recently, Chris. The you know we 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 can't come for him with such harsh words just yet. I mean, R.I.P. But like that ain't have nothing. That ain't me. I mean, that ain't have nothing to do with me. This is me. This is me versus Mark. This That's is me. The- After the Seinfeld interview, I just can't. I, I can't take another step with Mark, even if he's your neighbor. But if you do mm-hmm. make friends with him, I think that would be good for business. So I support that. 
I agree. And, you know, especially if I ever need to, like, pick up a, a unique guitar pedal or something like that, it'll exactly. be good to have him in, in, in my good graces. But every, yeah, he, every, every time you see him, you got to scream, lock the gates and throw Nicorette at him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's our launch of our Reels channel. That, just that just that scene. But anyway, I'm sorry. So how did you find this Mark, out? it's a prank, Mark. It's a prank. <laughs> He's never seen prank shows. He's too serious for that. He, he's, you know, True. what, what, how did you find out this information? So a, f- a friend, a friend of a friend is, is trying to, you know, maybe, maybe move in on Mark for, you know, romantically speaking. Damn. Who's hurting that bad? <laughs> I mean, you know, some, some people, you know, I, I think because somebody asked like, you know, who's your, who's your celeb crush? And, and she was like, oh, Mark Maron. Well, he is. I mean, he is like for seventy-five years old and being like locked <laughs> locked in a garage. He does look pretty good, to be honest. And he's rich, so he's fine. Mm, and he he's rich, and he got rich by doing what he wants, and that's hot as hell. You know what I mean? That is actually chub inducing. I agree. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 So, but I, I mean, you know, like I don't I don't consider Howard Stern to be attractive whatsoever physically but you know millions yeah, but and millions he's cool. of people are very attracted to him you would absolutely let fucking howard stern tear down those cakes and it's because he's cool <laughs> mark Marin, mark Marin is better looking than howard stern but much less cool and and poor compared i mean howard stern is is absolutely diabolically rich. i mean who 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 amongst us isn't poor compared to the stern man that's a good point that's a good point so so she is saying i would let mark fucking bust down and then it comes up that he lives in the neighborhood comes up that he lives in the yeah not just in glendale but like somewhere somewhere within within my zone so but but i i I think that i would have seen him by now that's that's kind of the part that's irking me because i'm out here in these streets they know i'm a i'm a podcaster and they somebody (laughs) would be like oh i mean you know you're a podcaster you know mark maron lives here you know i thought that convo would have happened by now well, I think we, now that we've talked about it on our gigantic platform, that there will be some news that comes to light of his exact mm. address when he's home, when he's not home. Maybe a, f- a direct feed of a camera into his bathroom. You know, who Listen, knows? Listeners, if you are in direct contact with with Mark Marin, Maybach Music, Maybach Marin, hit me up. Maybach Marin, tell him TJ's <laughs> looking for his ass in Glendale. Maybach Marin, uh, <laughs> I'll see you at Mini Kebab. It's on the site. DM me his address. Um, and then, you know, I think him and I can finally get that one-on-one going. Finally. I mean, I think it would be cool, since you're welcoming to the neighborhood, to just drop off, you know, a 12-pack t- of Nicorette gum and some <laughs> and some blue bottle, you know, bean for him. That's probably where he's at. <laughs> That's probably... Yeah. You, what do you think? Because, you know, he loves coffee and he, like, sips it loudly on the podcast. And he, like, made artisanal mugs for a little while for his merch store. Do you think mm. he's really hitting that fire, fire bean or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so because because is he's he on Starbucks. He yeah, he's he might be on that Starbucks reserve. No cap. No, no, no. no. I think he is putting down a, a good bean compared to failing Starbucks or even worse, a Pete's or oh. coffee bean and tea leaf. But I think I think that his '90s vision of coffee of quality of, of quality mud. You know, he he's he's living second wave being where we are on third and approaching the fourth wave coffee I, movement. I, I, well, so what what would a second wave being for Marin be like a nice stump town regular? I think it would just be like whatever the equivalent of like 
a like a Brooklyn coffee shop in 1994 where it's like you know this is this is actual like real NYC coffee man honest to goodness you know <laughs> we roast the shirt <laughs> so we're not gonna run into Marin at Proof or or Maru or any of the good places that we frequent. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I, I think that he wants to, but he, you know, I, just because of his age and you know he's set in his ways. And I, I also think that he probably has his own line of coffee. I think there's a local. I used to see him at this coffee shop in Highland Park when he still lived there, and he would be, he would be there like riding and chilling all the time. And I think that he frequented the coffee shop so much that they gave him his own. His own bean, or you know, a namesake bean. When are we going to get a namesake bean? This is a good idea for our brand expansion. I think we need a bean, TJ. It can it can happen. I mean, there we. I received a, a pack of beans from from our friends up in in Canada, I believe. Um, is Tom it hitting? Bergen. Uh, is it, it's hitting, right? Yeah, it was hitting. So you know, if you you know, they're listening right now. They're 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 devoted goners. They lock the gates from the inside up, up in the frosty <laughs> north. Let's get so, it done. You know, if you want to, if you want to go in on a Guatemalan, if you want to, <laughs> you know, if you want to see what that Ethiopia do, <laughs> what does that Ethiopia really do, though? You know where my, you know where my DMs are. That's true. I think uh, we should. I we, think we that, could talk. We could talk deal splits. You know, for you know, me, for me, Jason, 70, not- 70, 30 gone is not <laughs> out of the question. No, once once you've recouped on obviously your production costs, but the the packaging is obviously going to be expensive. Yeah, after expenses, of course. I mean, Ex- I thought I mean, that would be implied, but yeah. I, well, Jason, we don't. Our listeners aren't as smart as we are, so I want to make sure they know we're we're doing fair deals only out here. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's very interesting about about celebrity podcaster Mark Marin, though, and, and I, I love that Highland Park, the worst neighborhood in Los Angeles. I'm very glad he relocated to Glendale, the second worst neighborhood in Los Angeles. Yeah, the guy, the guy wised up, and you do not believe that, Chris. You I don't. I love Glen. I love Glendale. I'm kidding, but Highland Park is is absolutely torched, and I I think I think that Marin. It was too on the nose for him to live there. You know what I mean? I, I think you know what would be mm-hmm. cool is if Marin just flipped the whole shit and moved to West Hollywood. That would be fire. <laughs> I mean, as as a real estate mogul, I don't think I would I would recommend that a move like that for Mark. He can afford it, Jason. Uh, yeah, just because you can afford it doesn't mean it's a great investment. Just because you can afford the uh, the president the presidential, Chris, Jason, the, the investment. Uh, once you once once you. <laughs> Once you freeze it down to your whole, <laughs> until your whole wrist Woo! is froze. We pulling this shit out the ice box right now, baby. You already you know, know what the fuck might, going it on. It might not be great on the resale. It might, but what I'm saying is sometimes, Jason, making oneself happy after a tragic event is more important than the resale value. And we have to think about what Mark needs as a man, not just as a, as a mogul and rich person. Right, right. So, is the tragic event that you speak of his uh, his his Jerry girlfriend Seinfeld passing interview. away, no, Jerry or, or is it, or is it the <laughs> fact that he lived in Highland Park? His Jerry Seinfeld interview and the fact that he lived in Highland Park. What I don't, I didn't listen to his Jerry Seinfeld interview. What what oh, is your it's, what's it's the just, beef? I mean, it's just insane how bad it is because like Jerry Seinfeld doesn't want to be there, and it's like over Zoom. It's just not. It's just not good. And he's it's just like, what is this? This is a, what do I talk into this? Like how? Do, no, it wasn't even that. It was just like it's just. I mean, look, we we do a podcast. Sometimes it's just not good. Except when, when it's not good with us, no one cares. When it's not good with him, it's Jerry's. It's like the the biggest comedian of all time. And it's so not great. Uh, the the sweet irony that Jerry Seinfeld, one of the most famous comedians of all time, was in fact not down to clown. He was he was not down to clown. And I think Marin does this thing where he like 
wants you to talk about the time you met backstage at the store. Mm. And like, I think Jerry Seinfeld's like, yeah, I was aware of your little ass, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think Jerry Seinfeld's like, yeah, I saw your little pee on ass. I heard you on the radio. You know what I mean? It just wasn't, I listened to it when I was, it's pretty recent. It was when I was on my road trip from, from, mm-hmm. um, New York to Atlanta, and I, I like couldn't believe how bad it was. Like it was like pretty uncomfortable Ooh, to be honest. Damn, but again, now I, now I want to listen. Was, all was, shots. All was shots. Jerry like, yeah, yeah, Mark. I met Lauren. I auditioned. <laughs> I met. It was a yeah. thing. I think that. I think that. I just think that it's like. I mean, look, this guy has done some. I mean, I, I don't listen to it that much anymore, but I listen to it for a very like all people, most people listen to it for a really long time, and I just think mm-hmm. it's like. I just think it's kind of, it feels a little irrelevant now. It just it, it's like I, I think when you do a thousand interviews, it's like who else, who is there to talk to? You, you know yeah. what I mean? It's and, and when you also the reality is that the more fa- the more famous someone is, the less interested they are in doing your podcast and opening up and giving you a good interview. Mo- most yeah, of the well, time, most of the time, unless you unless you have the the Brad Pitt and DiCaprio three way with Mark. That Marin, was legend. That but that's was, legendary. That was really good. But that's that, legendary. That, those are those are few and far between. But overall, I think he's, I mean, he's obviously got some fucking jerseys hung in the rafters. And, and I love to make fun of him because it's obviously low-hanging fruit. But, you know, he, mm-hmm. is a, he is an elite podcaster. Yeah, we'll give him that. Well, speaking of other elite podcasters, Chris, I wanted to talk to you about your, your boy, Dax Shepard. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, he's, first of all, he's not my boy. Um, second of all, yes, yes. Well, let's talk the about Dax it. Man. I'm let's the talk- Dax Man. What do you think his real name is? Because Dax is not a name. I think it's it, Dax is a name like Smuckers. It's a name that's so bad. It's, it's, <laughs> it's got to be, be real. real. It's got to yeah. be real. Okay. Like who in their right mind would be like, all right, mom, I'm not going to be called Steve anymore. I'm fucking Dax. Bitch. Put, <laughs> put Dax on the back of my fucking seventh grade football jersey. I think it's um, got to be real. Ja- Dax. So Dax Shepard has this podcast called Armchair Expert that's, that's wildly popular. Um, he which gets is ve- all, which is so odd because he's you know he was he was just sort of known as like a '90s actor. No, actually, would, Jason, uh, that's where you're wrong. He's he's on a he's on he's one of those guys who's on like a very very big ABC TV show. So oh, like, really? yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but he's on a show that's very big. So like, he, he's and- he's he's always been a, a a a busy working actor for decades, but he's I wouldn't call him a household name. No, but he married Kristen Bell, who is very, very famous. So, like, you mm-hmm. know, that that makes you more famous. If you're on a network television show and you're married to another famous person and you have kids, you're pretty yeah. famous. You know? Would you so uh, uh, you know on the A list, B list scale, where what what letter do we give Dax? Is he a D lister? Uh, no, 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 no. I would say Dax is honestly a B because of Kristen Bell and because of being on a. If you're on a network television show, like on on a major major network, that's pretty serious. Like that's okay, pretty. He's like, a B. He's a B boy. I would say he's a b-boy but yeah his podcast and I've listened to it once I've listened to it a handful of times just because of the guests it's not it's not terrible his co-host is actually from Atlanta and she's completely insufferable that's a separate issue um mm-hmm. but uh yeah so I saw in the news um that he relapsed because he is famously sober he's been sober for like 16 years mm-hmm. um and so he did this episode of the podcast that's basically like his full confession of of relapsing and and his his sobriety was his problem was drinking and coke and he relapsed on oxycontin and and like vicodin after of you know classic story like after a handful of injuries um Mm -hmm. and it was 
I mean, yeah, I, riding, he, riding those Harleys takes it out of you. So sometimes, exactly. sometimes a, a fistful of Advils ain't cutting the mustard I, anymore. It's it's really true. But you you listened to it, right? I did listen to it. Yes, I thought it was pretty great. To be completely honest with you, and I, I went into it pretty skeptical. There were a few things that obviously hit home with me. Um, particularly, mm-hmm. particularly, he said this thing about like you 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 base your whole you base your day around like when you're going to take these pills right like because you know mm-hmm. that that that's so he basically said this thing about like i woke up excited about my life because i was getting high and it felt good <laughs> all day i felt good all day long and i totally totally triggered to like waking up at seven in the morning being like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have some water i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna come back i'm gonna eat something then i'm gonna take eight oxycon like you you think about all this stuff and you have it yeah. timed out so well that it's like something to look forward to in a way um mm-hmm. which i think he articulated that actually very very well um right so that but, so that would be kind of you know that's the way a successful functioning addict yes. would operate of, of like kind of creating that that incentive, the the carrot dangling in front of you of like once you, you know, finish your emails and you go to the gym and you hit your yeah. soul cycle, you, you know, eat a smoothie and shower, you know, shit shower and shave and then you pop three hundred dollars worth of <laughs> yeah. pills in one. Well, in you one gotta have and, to, and be, give it. to be fair. I didn't want to eat, but you have to because otherwise you'll throw up. So that just to be clear, you have to have something in your stomach before you take right. a fucking fistful of oxys. But the and what, um, what what was your what was your meal of choice? That was when for, I was big big into a kashi uh, cereal at the time with with a little <laughs> almond milk because that's a nice layer. You know, a smoothie isn't enough. Honestly, I've right. I mean these pills wreak havoc on your stomach. Like your fuck, it just it's the worst. Taking pills on empty stomach is the war is a very very bad feeling. So, um, but yeah, I thought I, I thought he did. I thought he I thought he. I mean, I think the part about like gaslighting and lying to people you know is like, to me that that's also triggering because it's like, what are you going to do? Just admit it? <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck? If somebody asks you if you're high, you're going to say no if it's noon on a Tuesday and you're supposed to be working. You know what I mean? You're not going right. to. You you don't want to gaslight your loved one or partner or family or coworkers, but that's the only other option other than coming clean and confessing and going yes. to AA. Exactly. Yeah. So, but he you also have, told you have to gaslight. He told a pretty gnarly story too about getting his his like sixteen year you know chip and like a cake at 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 his meeting and being fucking high well, while he while was he was it. off the bars. That's that's fire. That's wild shit. Like that's a wild <laughs> thing. I don't mean it's I mean it's 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 cool to talk about because that's really yes, to, yes, to, yes. To, to me that really paints a picture of like wow you're just you because that's the yeah. thing with shit like this you kind of live a double life because. The secret of being high all the time is also the fun of it, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and, and um, until you know, until you start realizing, or somebody tells you that, hey, you know, the the joke that you think you're playing on everyone is is a little more obvious than you realize, perhaps. Yeah, when you nod out at dimes with Yimmy Yayo and he thinks you're going to die, you know, or something. <laughs> something. Maybe just I'm speaking. I don't know if Dax knows Yimmy himself, but you know, uh-huh. I, I let me speak from personal experience. But yeah, I mean, it was a pretty interesting episode, and I, and I think that. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to, I, you know, like, this is 
I, you know, like his wife is going to get asked about. It. He said this, but I agree. Like, you know, his wife is doing press for a movie or whatever, and she's going to get asked about this instead of the movie. You know what I mean? Shit like yeah. that. That's that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been very public about it. So I think that he felt, and I would, I would feel the same if I were in his position. But he felt like, okay, I've been public about the good stuff. I have to be public about the bad stuff. That's like my responsibility. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think is very cool. And I, I thought, I thought overall he handled it about as well as you could publicly. Um, and I think yeah. people, I think people like, I, I think he. You know, you you have to be sympathetic towards it. It's like I can't. You know, I, I don't. I don't know how you could feel any other way about it. But people are fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Well, they, um, you know, they they were talking about the or saying the the phrase while you're while you're enjoying your sobriety, your your drug addiction is just in the background doing push ups, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, which is true. Did, 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 <laughs> and so you you find that you find that saying to be true. I mean, I honestly, yeah, for sure. But because like, you don't, you don't strike me as you know. I, I don't, I, I don't feel like you are, you know, you're, you're, you're looking down at a, a vodka and soda or a baggie. Or if I pull out the the backwoods, you're not looking at it like a dog licking his lips when the when a set of ribs comes out. No, it, it, it seems like you're you've got it pretty under control. But well, I think that's how it works. Though you have it pretty under control until you don't. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's the scary thing about it. It's like, I mean, this guy, you know, Dax, 16 years is, is, is a eternity. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this, this happens all the time, you know, in this particular style of like, oh, this wasn't even my drug of choice. It would be like if I started, you know, drinking, you know, it's like, well, Chris was never, <laughs> yeah. never that into drinking like that. He called that quote unquote pussy shit his whole time. So I, I don't, um, <laughs> I don't, uh, but yeah, it's, what, it, you know, what happened to Chris? He got really into, to, into hoppy IPAs and went <laughs> off the rails. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. We got to go check on him. Um, <laughs> but I think that the, I think that that, honestly, listening to stuff like that where it, it really hits home is almost more triggering than like day to day life. Like where uh-huh. it's like, oh, these feelings are very familiar and this like really makes sense and speaks to me. Um, m- just makes me feel like I'm in a, in a in a similar boat, you know, which I am obviously because it's, mm. you know, we all all of us have that in common. You know what I mean? Um, right. But yeah, I mean, S- it's a similar it was, boat because you, you are also an aging podcaster. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm an aging I'm an aging podcaster with a really obnoxious co-host. Um, Did you feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what What did you feel, or did you feel any any type of like performative energy behind it, or like maybe like seeing it as an opportunity to capitalize on you know this tragedy in his life in the name of content? The way you'll see you know YouTubers being like, I you know I cheated on my girlfriend and I'm gonna film the apology and her crying because it's 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 important. But in the end, you're just kind of thinking like, oh, this is gonna get so many clicks. I mean, I, I honestly like I think when you do something like this all the time, like kind of for a living, it's very natural to do this, to do it on the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if something if something happened to one of us at this point, good, bad or indifferent, unless it was like super private, we would probably talk about it. You know? Yeah, that's true. I, I don't think that I think that also with with sobriety, I think sharing is such a big part. It, it like all but I would talk about it because it would make good content and it would get some more I, clicks, baby. I I but I think sober I think people are it's just different. I think there's this le- there's this weird kind of honesty and like, you know, making amends and all that stuff that that comes mm-hmm. with and I think that's part of why he felt compelled. I, I I don't look, I mean, I'm sure he's thinking like but that's the thing with a guy like this, it's like it's gonna come out anyway. You you might as well control the narrative. 
Like mm-hmm. when you're fa- when you're famous, it's different. You know what I mean? Like if if something happens to one of us, it ain't gonna cut. No one cares. You know. So we're choosing to talk about it because we want to. Um, and hopefully those you know those re- those intentions are pure. But I, I I felt like I mean, did you feel like it was performed? I didn't. No, I I didn't I didn't feel like it, but I I felt maybe like I could hear in his voice like him wrestling with the idea or the or maybe the guilt of like coming out and you know trying to figure out a way to come out and talk about this on the show and maybe justifying it as like a healthy example for other people about yeah how these things are real situations that can happen you can be you know this rock solid sober guy for almost 20 years or whatever kids family success you know make a career on on honesty and then you know having a real fuck up and being like you know what do we do in this situation and how do we spin it how do i justify you know he's that that episode is going to make him you know tens and thousands of dollars yeah i mean there actually i don't think there was an ad on it to be honest with you oh okay that's okay well maybe he's a better man for doing that <laughs> i i don't but i just don't think that i think that i i understand or in fact he is a better better person for doing that my mind goes there too because i think we're both very skeptical especially of like a celebrity like i always think the intentions are kind of impure and maybe Mm -hmm. i'm giving maybe i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because of the situation how i relate to it which is Mm -hmm. which is you know uh, that's just what i'm going to do as a human being because that's how i feel but i don't think that he i i i I don't remember an ad um yeah i don't remember one either actually can you can you imagine reading a manscaped ad in the middle of that that's (laughs) that 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 is truly pure comedy right there or if or if the ad was for like what's the malibu rehab center (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so uh yeah so this week um big shout out to betty ford uh enter betty ford any betty any enter betty ford 20 at checkout to receive 20 percent off your hundred thousand promo code dax shepherd on (laughs) bettyford.com for a free consultation no credit card needed no credit card needed but yeah i thought it was good and i i think that it's like that to me is is kind of an example of how this medium which is usually like kind of just full of horse shit can actually be used for in like a pretty powerful way you you know what i mean like where it's like oh you actually you know and i i I, you actually have followers that care about you because it's so big um Mm -hmm. that they they want to hear this from you they don't want to hear it from page six yeah and i think it's a good example of content creators and what what content creators have to do nowadays to really you know have a successful fan base which is being brutally honest about yourself and your life and revealing about yourself and your and your personal life in a way like that that type of honesty and openness and connection is how you get somebody like you know a random actor or guy from the 90s that you know you, you would be like oh yeah i saw that guy on law and order episode or whatever it is to become this like you know guy who is a millionaire off of talking to his bros at his house you know yeah i mean i think that the yeah i think that the the podcast thing is i mean yeah i think that if you start off famous it's a very interesting career path because you, you're going to make money off the rip basically you know, you know what I mean? You have fans already, and I think that's Especially why. Especially if you use Anchor, you'll be able to start making <laughs> money off advertising on, on, your, on your first episode. Good, good point, Jason. I, I did not realize that, actually. Um, but but I, I do think that the, um, you know, it's, it's like that's why all these celebrities are flocking to the medium because they're like, oh, this shit's easy and I can make a lot of money. Um, and yeah, I'm the, sure si- so- the, the similarities between this and celebrity DJing. 
is very, not going unnoticed by by them jeans. Wow, them jeans has been his. Both of his industries of choice have been co-opted by celebrities. How does that make you feel, Jason? Um. Well, it makes me feel like the things that I do for a living are not too hard. <laughs> I would agree if, with that. Uh, if, you just put if, up a gutter. You just put up a gutter, bro. Most people couldn't do that. Remember that. Yeah, Paris Hilton and Polly D. You can't do this <laughs> fucking shit, bro. I. You can't live Will, this life. Wilmer Valderrama <laughs> and Shaq. Just because you're good at dunking doesn't mean you're good at playing dubstep as I am, fucking loser. That's true, Jason, and I'm glad that you made it out the other side. But yeah, I mean, I would look. I would listen to that episode of, of Armchair Expert if you're interested. I would say it's a, a good, it's a good podcast episode. It's a good example of what podcasting can be um beyond just like laughing and making fun of mark maron do you look forward to being more open and revealing about your personal life family and struggles yeah i yeah you're gonna I take a page out of the the dax book or are you gonna i can't wait we're not gonna you, do it i can't wait till you interrogate me about my 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 life um no, I mean, I think I don't. I mean, I'm I not going to interrogate you, but I will, you know, force you to talk about, you know, family problems. You know, I wish death, I had despair. I wish, I wish I had family problems. Unfortunately, I feel some guilt about that sometimes because my family life is so solid. It's 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 um staggering. You should feel guilty. You fucking piece of shit. I know. I have a lot of guilt. You know, it's kind of part of the whole like being white thing. Um, yeah, baby. Oh, well, you know, I, I feel like we have, we have a big announcement to make, TJ. We do. And we were, you, we were, I was foreshadowing earlier in the, in the episode. And, but. and you know what it is, Jason? And I, I just, you know, we're two guys that have been in this podcast medium for quite a long time. I wouldn't say we're Jason's a triple OG. I'm a I'm merely an OG. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't mastered it because much like Tai Chi, this is an ongoing. This is bonsai. You know what I mean? This is an ongoing pursuit that takes mm-hmm. years and years, and it, and it grows and, and morphs and gets better. But you know what Jason and I were missing, and what I think the, 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 the listeners of this podcast were missing, is appointment viewing. Do you remember appointment viewing, Jason? All right, Jason, I want to talk to you about uh, David Smith. Uh, he's got a new show opening at Hauser & Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. Uh, if you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for myself. <laughs> and just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note when when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith... Late sculptures at Hauser and Worth, 22nd Street Gallery. Seven of the artist's most important sculptures from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years. And as much as you want to touch them, they are look but do not. Mm-hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is, kind of, is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser and Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. And it closes on April 13th. Got it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated. 
Uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, mm. um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, <laughs> internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T, R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code how long. This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Booking.com. That is Booking dot, yeah. Booking.com offers so many possibilities across the U.S. Uh, from relaxing beach resorts, which you know I, I love and I'm a big fan of, love to bake in the sun, to remote mountain cabins, we can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album. Mm. The multitude of choices across the beautiful United States of America on Booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be. I, Jason, you know me. I, I'm a different version of myself depending on where I'm traveling and who I'm with. You know, I mean, it's always baseline. Oh wow! It's baseline, Chris. Diva alert! It's baseline, Chris. But when I'm in Australia, it's different. But in the U.S., if I go to Florida, if I go to Georgia, if I go to California, if I go to Wyoming, you know, I, I'm going to switch up my swag a little bit. Oof! I can only imagine. I I just recently used Booking.com to take a little uh, post V-Day trip up into wine country, mm. and I can't wait to see who I will be when I am there. So book whoever you want to be on Booking.com. Booking dot yeah. I do remember appointment viewing, you know. I remember every Sunday afternoon I would get excited to watch my HBO shows all together, my Curb Your Enthusiasm, Ali G show, Sopranos, all you know, Entourage, see what those boys are up to. All in one night you, you build up the anticipation all week and then you watch it live the same exact time that everyone else in the world is watching it in your time zone respectively of course and you know you of get course. to build up a little something called anticipation which Ant ends up which we're making things better making things better and i think that we we were approached by our friends at mad decent protocol um you may mm -hmm. be familiar you may be familiar with the head honcho over there his name is uh we call him wes um yeah. you got you guys you guys probably know him as diplo aka riplo um, but you know, we were approached by Mad Decent Protocol. Um, they have a they have a very successful Twitch channel, and you know, Jason, they wanted to bring a new kind of content to the Twitch platform because, to be honest, when Jason and I were first approached, we were skeptical because we, you know, Twitch is some nerd shit, no cap. Yeah, and we're not, and we're not going to be. We're not very good at Fortnite, and we are. You know, Chris is pretty good at DJing, but I don't know if anyone's <laughs> going to really want to watch him do a live stream from his kitchen. So no. we had we had to think outside the bun. So we're we're happy to announce a new venture here. Uh, it's called How Long Gone Live, and it will be on weekly Thursday nights, five p.m. Eastern time, eight p.m. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, five 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 p.m. Pacific uh, time, Pacific time, Eastern time, eight p.m. Eastern time. Uh, they call that the uh, they call that the friends slot. You know? Yes, this is this is 
must see TV if, if we want to res- bring it reserved all the way back. reserved for only the highest of uh, of Nielsen rating users. And I you know to be honest with you Jason and I have not downloaded or used Twitch ever. But we have a full team of people in in our downtown LA studio that are going to engineer this for us and we're going to bring you yeah. we're going to bring you multiple segments, monologues, just more time with Jason and I that you're desperately craving. So I don't know if you've seen this but we're going to be using green screen technology uh, to superimpose images onto yes. onto the background. You and, will be, uh, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> you will be able to communicate with us directly, and we have some ideas. You know, we're, we're tossing around some ideas now, but one thing that we've solidified is that as a service to you, our listeners, we're going to allow you to submit a social media profile, join us via Zoom while we, what would you say, critique is the word, Jason? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, critique is is the gentlemanly way to put it, but you know, it, it could get into a roasting territory. You quickly. will send you will send us the profile of your choosing that that best it represents be, you. It can be your dating profile. It could be your gram. It could be the Raya. You know, no LinkedIn or anything like no, that. No LinkedIn. Wanna... I would I prefer LinkedIn. But anyway, you send this stuff in. We bring it up on the screen and we walk through it together and we give you advice on how to make it better and to tell you how stupid you are um, mm-hmm. in in real time. This is appointment television, guys. So yeah, and if you have a great profile. Then we'll, you know, you have nothing to fear, nothing to worry about. If you so, if you are looking for honest advice, feedback, and you know you want to workshop some new new picks, we're we're here to give it to you pro bono. This, this is pro bono, baby, because again, we don't digitally panhandle. We just keep giving you hot hot fire for the low low price of free. Yeah, we provide and- goods and services for for a fee. <laughs> we do not we do not ask you for something for nothing. So if you don't have a Twitch account, go ahead and sign up. How long gone live? Uh, every Thursday, uh, it's yeah. it's it's five p.m. five p.m. Pacific, eight p.m. Eastern time. Um, yeah, we want you to. Ical. We're gonna set have a, we're Google gonna have call reminder. We're gonna check temperatures and have guests come into the studio. We're gonna have mm-hmm. some. We're gonna have some celebrities. We're gonna have. It's gonna be. It's truly a variety show. Think of Saturday Night Live, but funny. You know what I mean, and that's kind of what we're going for. That's kind of that's kind of what we're going for with how long gone live. It's, yeah, it's like, it'll be like if Saturday Night Live were funny. It will be like if uh, if Jesus and Miro was moved a little bit slower. <laughs> it would be, <laughs> it'd be like if Howard Stern was a little gay. That's, that's us. What, that's what our show is going to be. That's us. So you know, you you can stay tuned to all of our all, all of our social media accounts, obviously, for more info as we lead up to this. But you know, we're very excited. We we had a a, a dry run, um, a rehearsal, if you will. In the, tech, we, we, it's a tech rehearsal. A tech rehearsal is what we say in the biz, and it it honestly it got my fucking chub going. I don't know about you, Jason. I left there excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it made this it made this idea feel like a little slice of reality. And at first, I was a little, you know, it's it's a little daunting switching from the the audio format that I'm so used to. You know, it's a lot more work producing uh, video content, but the the ability for us to use imagery and video and other visuals to tell our story to the world. Okay, is, is very exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting, and thanks to our thanks to our friends uh, at Mad Decent um, for 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 approaching us. Thank you for the the services they provide. Because let's be honest, Jason, they're doing all the hard work. We just show mm-hmm. up and we fucking let it spray. But they got these guys on these computers, these gaming PCs. This is some real dork shit that we're using to our advantage. We're basically yeah, yeah, yeah. co opting nerd culture and making it cool. And I think we're onto something. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, it's we need to break into the gaming market as it slowly takes over uh, yes. you know, our world. And you know, thank God we have we have this platform because Chris is is very bad at League of Legends. I've seen it. I've I've never guys. Just to be clear, I've never owned a video game system except a Game Boy. Maybe when I was when mm-hmm. I was a child. Um, this is not us co-signing gaming. This is us co-signing the future of media, and that might be the Twitch platform. Yeah, Chris was too busy getting pussy in, to be playing video games. I was actually fat and, and a little more into baseball. Um, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's, I mean, you, me too. What do you know? That, that's cool, bro. If you want to give me that, I'll take it. Um, but yeah, we're very excited. So join us on Thursday. Um, we we love to see. We'd love to see you. Um, and our, our friend Andrew Steele will be manning the keyboard to respond to to all of you um in a in a timely manner so we've just we've got a full team ready to go yeah yeah we don't come don't come in here trying to troll our chat room we will <laughs> shut you down bitch we will shut you down we're in bed with big twitch so they know they know us and they're willing to go to war for us yeah you can't swat me or dox me i wish you would try bro come meet the toolie if you want to <laughs> I wish you could, bro. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the biggest development in How Long Gone Land, I think. Is there anything else going on, Jason? Um, you know, I, in, in terms of State of the Union stuff, not really. If you if you ordered a Sex in the City shirt, those are shipping out this week. Thanks to uh, thanks to everyone who who copped. We've been we've been upping the the order amount, so we're making even more and more. And we have and some you guys are are, are are copying, so thank you very much. You are copying, and we have some more. We have obviously some more hot fire in the pipeline. Um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and tease the collaborative tote bag with with Sam Jane of Jam Store, who you're probably familiar with. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to let any more. You know, I don't want to let any more. Um, you know, stuff out of the bag here. Uh, but you know, it's it's an exciting time here at How Long Gone Industries. Yeah, sometimes sometimes even even we will collaborate. Who me and you? No, no, no! Just, just us in general. Oh, because I hate collaborating with you. I was about to say exactly. Um, that's that's tough. I, I didn't want it. I don't wish that on my enemies. Um, but you know, I also, Jason, I also dipped my toe into another pool this weekend. Okay. And I'm not talking about the solar heated uh, saltwater joint at the Villa Carlotta. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about an Instagram takeover for matches, <laughs> matches man, matchesfashion.com, uh, an, an online uh, retail destination. Yeah, you are getting one step closer to Sakara Life sponsorship by doing by doing influencer. Oh, Jason, takeovers. actually, it's funny you mentioned Sakara Life, bitch. I am there. I'm getting the Pacquiao this week. Oh, I had a this great is exciting. Thing. Thank you for former guest of of How Long Gone, um, Chrissy Rutherford, for for plugging me with the the the, the wonderful, intelligent, brilliant women at Sakara Life. Um, <laughs> they 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 agree that men are underserved in their community. And that <laughs> giving someone like me uh, the pack is going to help them encourage men to to <laughs> sign up. So they are. I'm, I'm unfortunately, you know, I'm only working with a small fridge here, so I'm trying to find a a ghost kitchen fridge to store all of my Sakara <laughs> life. So, so Jason, I might I might have to come to Glendale every day and pick it up, you know, from you. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're gonna work out. We're, <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna work How out. How much l- room can overnight oats take, in bro? A it's, a, it's a week's worth of meals, dude. Like this is a uh, game. I'm gonna lose ten pounds in a week on this shit, dude. About fucking time. But but also, I, I mean, I honestly, they were they were 
the story of Sakar Life was really interesting. We'll get into that on in a later podcast, but I, I didn't really know. We'll the get whole- into that on in a later podcast once I see the fucking check, bro. No, we're gonna have we're gonna have the, one of the co-founders of Sakar Life on this podcast to tell the story yourself. Somebody pinch me. I know you don't be too excited because you need to you need to. I, I want, I'm ready for you to pivot to you know food that tastes fine but makes you live better because right now <laughs> right now i feel like you're too into food that tastes good and you honestly jason you're a little lethargic sometimes um yeah that's true i don't know if that's but, the edi- i don't know if that's the edibles or the fucking carbs or what it is but i need a little more pep in tj's step <clears throat> well i mean i mean i've been drinking more coffee does that help I mean, that's. I think that's one step in the right direction. But some of this gluten, some of these carbohydrates, I think they're weighing you down. I've, Ment- I've been, mentally, mentally, not even physically. So, you look great. Right, right, right. Mentally, mentally. So, but uh, I have been running you around in circles on the tennis court. What that's would, because if, I'm fucking. If I'm lethargic. What Jason, would that make you? I'm I'm injured. Like, give me a fucking break. I'm still recovering. Maybe I'm maybe I'm mentally injured. Did you ever you you you've been mentally <laughs> you are mentally injured and you have been for a long time. But now this is affecting my paycheck, so it's time to talk about it. You know, and I, okay. I think well, you we want need, me to get fired up? Is that what you're saying? We need to optimize TJ's brain. So I don't know if we need to call Joe Rogan and get the Alpha Memory Focus Pack sent, or mm-hmm, what, or mm-hmm. you need to start snorting Tyka. I don't know what it is, but I don't we know need- how much more MCT oil I can take before I start <laughs> getting a leaky gut, Chris. <laughs> Uh, that would be bad, actually, because I don't the stuff that you're eating. I don't want it to leak. Um, the, okay. The, so I mean, that's that's a good idea. I do like living and eating like that. So I will, you know, I guess I should be introducing less less pastas and breads into my diet and and some more uh, steamed spinaches and things like that. Well, they let me know at Sakar Life that this week is is um, I think a raw cinnamon bun week. I need to hurry up and sign up so I don't miss that. That's a very popular item. Raw cinnamon bun week. Well, that just means it's on the menu this week, so I need to jump so I get that in mind. Can you explain what's what this is for our listeners and myself who aren't exactly sure? It's just a meal plan, but it's healthy and plant based and gluten free. So it, it's vegan. I don't know if it's free. actually. I don't know if it's actually vegan. I I, okay. I, I I don't think it is, but it's it's. I'm sure it's close. It's a Wait. health health conscious. <clears throat> meal plan where you 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 go you go online you sign up and like i want i want this salmon and brown rice dumb thingy in here and then i want this seitan scramble here and i want my keto crumble cauliflower pizza here <laughs> and then they they drop they drop off a cute tote bag on yes. your, on your it's, venice it's beach doorstep the thing about it is that interests me obviously start sucking it down it's all it's only it's only hot chicks right it's only hot chicks and influencers which is what i'm trying to be so so this it, is a no uggos no fatties meal prep solution i don't know i i'm sure you start uggo and fat but then once you have this car <laughs> life then it's lit baby you know what i'm saying all right, right. the poor the before and after tells the story no, but I'm. I am. Ex- they were very nice, and I'm very excited to try it. And I, I was campaigning for it so hard, and I'm glad it actually worked. I was okay. Simping. Well, we uh, we look forward to the unboxing. Maybe maybe you you can bring one of your meals over to the house and let me get a bite. Jason, I will let you get a bite, King. Um, and you know, while we're talking about getting a bite, when's the next dispatch from the TJ Substack? You know, I'm I'm gonna try and go weekly weekly dispatch with it i'm I'm in the middle of writing uh writing a new piece right now and i have a lot of I have a lot of ideas in the chamber but i'm going to try and do um a uh a three and one Substack plan three three weeks out of the month is is 
is free one week out of the month is behind the paywall. Wow. So you do expect people to pay for your content? Um, yeah. I mean, I've had up to seven people say that they would subscribe <laughs> to it <laughs> for money. <laughs> I've been contacted by at least seven individuals with real email addresses saying they would happily pay for this. But I mean, after, after writing one thing, I have, I don't know, like 600 subscribers now. But I mean, they're, they're all unpaid. But would you, you know, would you say would you say that went viral for you? Um, I don't. I would. I wouldn't. I think for me, I would say viral. And it had it had a lot a lot of people. You know, in in prestigious media outlets. Can you thank it. Can you thank me for bringing those people to TJ? Because I just Chris, want a little. Thank I you just, for the repost. So we have the good people at Fast Co. <laughs> GQ, the list goes on. You I, know, just, and, I just, and these aren't these aren't just lowly staff writers. These are these are course. EICs, baby. We are we only fuck with EICs here. But also, I mean, Jason, you know, you've brought me to the well of like a EDM DJ, you know, and mm-hmm, I'm bringing mm-hmm. and I'm doing the the reverse for you, you know the 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 the, the yes. same thing for you, you know, in a yeah, different yeah, yeah. category. So yeah, I just, you, and I and and uh, it, it's weird because like the the DJ world. It's such a un, uh, I guess, unrespected, undignified world where you, where I could make thousand, you know, what a thousand dollars or three thousand dollars. I could make three thousand dollars an hour. Yes, you know, getting getting drunk and and doing bumps under a table, <laughs> or, or you could write, or you could write, you know, a viral piece for a prestigious publication and get. You know, spend two weeks and three re- revisions, you know, illustrated by an amazing artist, and and get the check for three hundred dollars. Uh, six I months don't, later, I, I love the I love the DJ community. This that was not a shot at your community. I love. I know, the, I know, the, but I was just I I'm, I was more so kind of juxtaposing the uh, the two career paths that I've I've touched in my life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you, know. you were you were really on your way until your cool guyness got in the way, which I'm not going to let happen now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't worry the the cool guyness will not get in the way of my uh, my future writing career. But that, you know, why why would somebody want to to write and get paid? You know, truly peanuts by a, by a newspaper or magazine or website. When you know you can just have like fucking twenty five people subscribe to your Substack and you're making more money because one is cool and one isn't. But you know maybe I'm I'm actually but yeah, cool. but I'm Chris, cool but guy, Chris, I'm cool guy myself. You you are the king of nothing cooler than than getting the bag though. Yeah, but I I just I still find the the. I still crave the approval of of big media, and maybe that yeah. could be my that could be my downfall. But luckily, I've secured other additional revenue streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, would you would you liken it to maybe uh, you know editorial versus commercial work? One one mm. helps the other. One one back scratches the other. And, and Jason, without- if I come out of if I come out of pocket for one more fucking Vogue editorial, I mean, I, I I'm gonna lose <laughs> my mind. But luckily, you know, Beats is calling, and I'm still getting this work. You know, mm-hmm. we need these are we have to we have to create things that can go on the grid, not on the stories, Chris. And sometimes you have to shit, uh, dude. That's actually invest. 
That's really a, a deep statement, actually. We're creating stuff to go on the grid, not the stories, is is the most profound thing <laughs> that I've heard you say in a long time. And I think it really that could really cross boundaries. I think that's another viral hit for TJ. Is yeah, what I'm, I'm always saying real profound things like that. But this is this this is entering Gary V territory of like create create. <laughs> We should be creating moments for the grid, not for the stories. That's and true. does it pass the grid test? If the answer is no, back to the drawing board. That's we we always have to be optimizing for. Is grid. this is this freaking palm tree cool enough for the grid? Chris don't, asks himself, and if the answer is yes, bam! Don't come for me. <laughs> don't do that. Not on my podcast. Is this picture? Of an avocado green vintage Mercedes Benz, good enough for the grid. No, it's stories only. I don't now, care if it has a novelty. Now, display. now you're now you're talking about a photo that I've actually posted before, and I'm feeling truly unhinged. No, I swear to God, that was off dumb. Swear to God, you're a monster with it, TJ. That's just how I. That's how well I know you. Um, you know that that Sampha song, "No One Knows Me Like the Piano." Yeah, I'm no the one piano, knows me and like you're TJ. the Sampha. Yeah. You're the piano, and I don't know whose mom's house it is, but you're reading me, and I love it. I have a piano in my house, bitch. I don't have to go to your some mama house. Oh, I forgot you have a piano, but you can't tickle them keys. You can't play them keys like Alicia. I can't play them like Alicia or Sampha, but I can. <laughs> if I play only the black keys, where every note is in tune. Wait, with we the do other. not fuck with the black keys in this podcast. Fall back, bro. <laughs> fall back, bro. Look, I'm awful at piano. I can only play Black Keys songs. I know you like Ford commercials, but you gotta you gotta elevate your taste. Um, what no, no, no. what? Uh, where is Sampha? I feel like Sampha. I I, I was thinking about I I've, I was because it was the anniversary of Nothing Was the Same, so I was listening to Too Much. So then I went into Sampha. Like where? Like that motherfucker has really got the gift. Where is he? Do you think he's just I don't know off cycle right now, and he's he's I, making music. I've been thinking about Sampha as well recently of like, yeah, he, he really came out. Everyone loved his album when it came out. And yeah, he had those Drake songs. And it's been quiet from uh, from Team Samp for like three years now or something. Let me get in touch with the guys at Young Turks Records and we'll, we'll find out when the 7 Inch is dropping. Yeah, hopefully he's not off the oxies or anything like that. You know, I, f- I fear the worst now. When truly, I, I know. I mean, but honestly, truly a, 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 a blessed voice, like an incredible, incredible musician. I really, I, I miss that, actually. So I was listening to him. I was listening to some some Sampha this week to just, you know, get back in that zone. Chris, you're going to have to listen to some uh, some new blonde, bleach blonde James Blake until until then. Bro, James Blake, you can have that loser. You can't. It, that, that motherfucker, is, he's truly cucked himself into obscurity. Yeah, I unfortunately feel like I have to give give James back to the streets. James belongs to Jamila only now. No one wants him. What what other people have been have been ruined, rotten from the inside out, <laughs> Im- I, imploded I, by their partner? I honestly who, who can't. Other people in history. Well, it's it's tough because it's like an indie guy. It's like he's cool, and then he dates this. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other people in that position where they're like very cool pitchfork approved and they go date like a famous actress it usually works out because it makes them cooler and more famous you know but yeah i mean did is is john legend and chrissy Teigen another example of that i think isn't it weird that john legend and chrissy Teigen are cooler people than james blake and jamila jamila john jamila i don't know i think chrissy Teigen is the 
the worst of all of those people. So I don't know if I can agree no, with you. But I don't think so. I think I think Jim I think Jamila is 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 worse. I mean Jamila is is truly cursed, but I think Chrissy Teigen's cursed and her platform is bigger, therefore making her more annoying. Yeah, but if you if you were to hang out with both of them, like in person, like went out to dinner with them. Oh, Chrissy would definitely be more fun to hang out with. Exactly. <clears throat> and so well, would so would John. But like Chris, I Chrissy to, and John. I used to be, Chris, a, used to be a, a Jimmy Blake stan. Like I you booked him, uh, we DJed together, we you know Did you and first, Jimmy did you and Jimmy go back to back? Uh no. We, we, know we went he, back to back for one song when he switched on <laughs> after me playing. <laughs> he can't he can't DJ though, can he? He can DJ. He's not he's not great, but he definitely can DJ. Who's the number one musician DJ that you've played with that was like surprisingly good and that's not their job? Like they're actually a musician, but they're that good of a DJ. Mm, that's actually a very good question. Maybe Perry Farrell. No, I'm just Damn, kidding. really? I was about to say shit. Perry Farrell. No, he was probably like, but he probably like learned how to DJ in the nineties, like on vinyl with a bunch of like ketamine raver guys and you can know, really has been do doing it. it. I mean, like, I don't think Jamie XX counts. Like, he's a good DJ. No, he's a Jamie XX is a real DJ in my. I think of him as a DJ almost first sometimes. Yeah, I might have to get back to you on that. That's actually. A good, I mean, I can do fifteen hundred words on that. I mean, I think that's interesting because there were that time period during TJ heyday was very much a lot of like, yeah, oh I yeah, MGMT DJ said, it's like these guys get up there and it. fucking are high on coke and can't do anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad, but it didn't matter. Like the, the block party DJ set was truly atrocious, but everyone I, I, were pulling their hair out. We've seen a lot of block party DJ sets between us, bro. Mm, mm. But I mean, like the first the first James Blake record like that came out, I was probably well, going slaps. through a breakup. I, you know, it was raining all the time. And I would just listen to it over and over again and be like, damn, this motherfucker spitting. And now, like, I can't. It's it's just hard to listen to his music when, you know, he's singing about, about Lil' JJ. I mean, I look, I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I rarely, I can't think of another instance of that extreme. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, there, but a lot of people, who, who else has been ruined by their partner? I mean, some would say Kurt Cobain since he got murdered by her. Oh, which, shit. I mean, <laughs> but I actually don't believe that. I'm a Courtney. I prefer Hole to Nirvana, so I would never say that. Oh, God. So you so you really think that that Courtney no. did not orchestrate his murder? No, no, dude. No, 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 no. Why do you mean no? Most people disagree with you. I don't care. I'm a Courtney saying Courtney's the real <laughs> legend of the crew. Courtney, honestly, I would rather listen to Hole 10 out of 10 over Nirvana any day of the week. That's why. That's how we, you can't be trusted. I mean, look, Hole had some some good <laughs> songs. Hole Hole had some good songs, but how much of that was because of Courtney Love? Well, if 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 her if Billy Corgan and Kurt Cobain wrote it all and she smashed, then she earned it. <laughs> like what the fuck? It's all her, bitch. What do you mean? No, I mean like she's not writing these songs that are Yeah, but her man, if her man better. if her man is writing the songs, she's bringing more to that band than Melissa off Dumar. So, okay. Yeah, that's that is true. Bro, but, celebrity you know. celebrity skin, bro, awful. The second track on Celebrity Skin is an absolute fucking movie. Malibu absolute fucking movie. Yeah, but you know, that's but but Courtney Love. I'd rather is listen to that like than a person, are you a per, She's performing those songs. Those aren't her songs. 
Jason, I, I don't somebody have somebody else is in, writing all that shit. I don't have the credits in front of me, but like they're her songs. <laughs> like they're her songs. Courtney Love is a, Courtney Love should be exalted and held to a held up as a, a goddess in my I honestly think she's an incredible celebrity. She's very funny. She's dated only legends, and the music is that good. That's all I look for. That's all I she, need. She she is she is widely known as was one of the most annoying celebrities in in the entertainment industry. People people hear her coming down the hallway and turn around and run in the other direction so they don't have to talk to her. Not me, sweetie. She gives me a kiss on each cheek and we talk about Dior oh. and then she hits the stage. So oh. speak for yourself. But oh. we are this oh, no. this podcast stands firmly with Courtney Love and I will I will overrule you in any way about that. I do not. I do That's, not. That's something I'm I'm very passionate about whole and I think that that record is is I would rather listen to those three the first three songs on Live Through the, than 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 any Kurt Cobain songs. Well yeah, well, well except for the David except for the David too. Except, except for the David Bowie cover that shit slaps. Man from Unplugged. Man. From Unplugged. You 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 have a you have a twisted view of music, my friend. No, you're a Nirvana apologist. Let's just be real with what it is. What what is there to apologize for? They're they're one of the the greatest bands of all time. But here's what I'm saying about that: you never listen to Nirvana, you never think about Nirvana. You don't. No, I don't. Exactly. Hole is I think about and listen to, therefore making them more relevant to me. <laughs> so so you <laughs> so I I don't think about Nirvana enough, and you think about Hole and Courtney Love enough. Yes, therefore making them more relevant because we're talking about relevancy. We're not talking about chart position. We're not talking about cool sweaters. You know what I mean? Like what Kurt mm -hmm. Cobain's really known for. Also, to be fair, Dave Grohl has kind of uh, uh, sullied the reputation of the great Nirvana. That one one thousand percent agree. But also your 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 skewed view of <laughs> relevancy is not in line with the majority of people, uncool or cool. I I understand that, Jason. That's why I'm different. Yes, and there's sometimes it is different good and cool, and then sometimes it was different yikes. I think there's a lot of listeners of this podcast who love Hole as much as I do and might stand with CB on this. Yeah, if, you, if you're listening to this and you like, and if you think that Hole is a better band than Nirvana, please let me know. <laughs> please let I, me I, know so I can freaking return your, your t-shirt money. <laughs> We don't do we don't we don't do refunds of how long gone. Don't don't get it twisted. But I, I normally, do. Yeah, that's only because of COVID. We can't do any returns or exchanges right now. So sorry, guys. Do you think we could get Courtney Love on this podcast? Uh, yeah, I think so. And I would have, even though it's recorded over fucking Zoom, I'd still have to burn and throw away this microphone. You're such a hater, bro. Like I'm gonna. I mean, I should make you a. Whole I'm a mix. hater because. Kurt Cobain, one of the greatest <laughs> musicians to ever know, lay it down on a fucking Fender Strat, wrote some amazing, amazing, tortured, heart-wrenching tunes that changed music forever, was straight up killed by her. Kurt Cobain is just the hot topic Elliot Smith, bro. And you can, you, that's, that's, on, that's on God. Sometimes, uh, maybe Elliot Smith needed... The, Elliot Smith was so unhot topiced that a little bit of hot topic actually made it better. I know, like I just I think that Nirvana could be. But one also, of Elliot Smith did not rock. I, I mean, I, I love Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith has some him. rockers, bro. L.A. the song rocks. Uh, 
Division Division like Day bro. Division Day that song rocks. I just don't believe Kurt you, Cobain. You can't you, you can't headbang no, you can't. I'm saying that that's my issue with Nirvana. I I just don't believe him. Like I don't believe the shtick. And 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 I might be wrong for that, but it just doesn't feel real to me. In some do you ways. believe do you believe the shtick of Courtney Love? No, but I believe she doesn't either. That's the beauty of it. I think she. I think it's a shtick. I think Kurt thought it was real. That's the thing I don't believe. Mm. Courtney Love is a performer. That's why that Courtney Love is an actress. She's a singer. She's a performer. She knows what she's doing. Kurt Cobain was like she's smoking. a crisis actor. Kurt Cobain is the kind of guy who would like burn himself with a cigarette for attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't believe him. Like I don't. That would kill somebody for attention. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but I did see. I did see. I did see Courtney Love play, and it was not great. So I, of you know. Not. It, when I was at the Yola Mezcal Festival, it was seeing all my favorite female artists like Licky Lee, Cat Power, and 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 Courtney Love. But she did play my a couple of my joints, and I was fucking psyched even to hear a bad version. Man, I, uh, I want to see <laughs> what. Go ahead, bitch. <laughs> how did you take the news? Do you remember where you were sitting down when you heard that thanks to COVID, the Yola Festival was not going to be happening this year? <laughs> We were, was, that, that's why I lost virtual. That's why I lost the final set last week is because I was just so distraught. <laughs> I was so distraught over the cancellation of Big Yola Mezcal Festival. Take take the fuck yeah fest. Take Bonnaroo. But <laughs> not do Yola. not do not cancel bro, my bro, Yola the, Mezcal Festival. I, I, I'm not kidding you. The Yola Mezcal Festival lineup on paper was more up my alley than maybe any music festival I can think of. I I agree. It was it was looking kind of nice. It had Cat Power, Charlie XEX, and Licky Lee Love. and Courtney Love. Lee. <laughs> now let's not. I don't think I don't like when you laugh at Licky Lee because I think Licky <laughs> Lee also made a an unbelievable album that is sadly underrated. Jason, I agree with you. I agree with you. But when I hear Licky Lee in festival, you know, I'm I'm thinking Lick, Licky's more of a you know a, we're we're doing 800. I never, door, I never learned, I never learned. I through the door. I, I never learned from 2014. Gunshot. That that record is an absolute fucking classic, and I think it needs to get more respect. That's a that's a black bop. That's a, that record slaps, and the the new one sucks. But that one is a is a full classic. That shit, I Look. love. It. I'll listen to it. I'll pull it up right now. I, I I just want all my female queens to sing. That's all I want to hear. I'm so sick of male voices, Jason. You know what I mean? It's about time somebody said it. That's what I all I want to listen to is is female musicians, and that is my that's maybe, the hill I'm maybe at the end of this episode for you, Chris, as a treat. I will I will close us out with with a little le- with a little leak. What do you have a leak request? It's got to be from that album. It's got to be from from. Um, all right, I'll I'll choose my favorite tune. That well, my fits. my favorite tune is is um, Gunshot Number Five. That shit slaps. Big yeah. drums on that. Big drums. Will it make the cut to uh, to be playing us out at the end of today's episode? Sadly, no. But it is a good song. And, wow, Jason. Uh, and, and why would you Why would you tell me you were going to do it and then not do it? Would Would you say that that Licky Lee album is your kid? A eh? no. I, I don't. <laughs> I I'm not pathetic enough to like anything as much as you like Kid A. Mm-hmm. What? Wait. What is going on? Wait. What? So Radiohead predicted the end of the world. Yeah, uh, I haven't, I <laughs> yeah, haven't yeah. been able to break through the paywall, but the the Wall Street Journal did write an article saying or entitled "How Radiohead Predicted Our Tumultuous Times Twenty oh Years God. Ago." There's a new book called "This Isn't Happening." Yeah, exploring the rock band's eerily, uh, <laughs> uh, like the the eerie connection between 
Kid A and and predict you know the same way that everyone so, likes to say so, like the Simpsons predicted. So Tom everything. York predicted Donald Trump. That's crazy. Yeah, a lot of a lot of foreshadowing. I I, I will read it. For some reason, I clicked on the article on um, on Wall Street Journal, and it did work. So we'll see. Our maybe our our friend Neil Neil Shaw can come on this podcast and chat about it. Is that the writer of the book? It is. I'll sit that one out. I, you know, you, you, <laughs> you two dorks talking about Radiohead for two hours is more boring than their music. Chris, you're just so jealous that you don't have the Illustrated Wall Street Journal or New York Times bust of yourself. Um, I, yeah, you're right. I am. I would love that. That would be cooler than liking Radiohead. But you know, I, I can't. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm not there. Uh, hopefully, one well, day I can look, earn that. Neil Shaw, he writes about pop music for the Wall Street Journal. We will hit up um good old jacob gallagher get the pluggy and then we're gonna do a full three hour episode about radiohead's kid a and its connection to al-qaeda <laughs> as well as the infowars universe are you how, saying that Ra- are you saying tom they're... york predicted 9-11 <laughs> did tom yeah. york did tom so you're saying that this article says tom york predicted 9-11 tom york 9-11 to my heart okay that on that note um Jason, it's been wonderful to talk to you on this beautiful Sunday. I'm going to go outside and really catch some motherfucking rays. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Um, you know, Give it's you been... a little pasty ass some sun, baby. Bitch, I'm looking. Are you kidding me, bro? I'm looking like brown sugar out here. Um, I... Don't get too tan. Don't get, don't get a little red for our Twitch show this Don't week, worry. Our, our, our hair and makeup team will be there to make sure that my nose is powdered. Can we, can we, here's a question. Can we put, fil- can we do face filters on this show or no? Is I think the technology people, I, there? I think the technology is there, but I'm not there. I think that's too corny for us. Copy that. Um, but yeah, anyway. Grown-ass man can't be doing no goddamn filter. How long, go- how long gone Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. You don't even know what's in store. It's going to be a motherfucking motion picture. We also don't know what will be in store. We also don't know in story. It could be a television show. Um, we'll see, you know we'll see. Uh, thank you, thank you, Jason. Thank you, listeners. Um, we'll talk to you later.